My brand new book, Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth, is now available. So much more than a book, this is a guide that allows me to hold your hand through your birth preparation journey. With over a decade of experience and knowledge packed in to ensure you really are empowered in the way you deserve to achieve a positive birth, regardless of the twists and turns that crop up. Make sure that you get your hands on Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth Book now and are empowered to have the birth experience that you deserve. Hello, I'm Pip and welcome to the Midwife Pip podcast, the home of expert information and real chats on all things pregnancy, birth and beyond. A calm, in control and relaxed pregnancy and birth are top of all our goal lists. And it turns out there is one simple, free and effective tool we all have within us to support us to achieve just that. I am super excited for this week's guest to talk about the power of the breath and how tapping into this tool can help overcome the anxiety, overwhelm and worry that often creeps in during pregnancy and parenthood. Carolyn Cowan is a psychotherapist and breathwork teacher who has recently published her book on this topic, Breathing for Pregnancy. And on this episode, I get to pick her brains on all things breathwork for pregnancy. So welcome, Carolyn, and thank you for coming on the Midwife Pit podcast today. Thank you for asking me and fantastic. What you're doing is amazing and women need to know this. Mothers need to know this. Well, right back at you, which leads me into our first question, because our breath, I think, is something, you know, we breathe so many times every single day. I think we kind of just take breathing for granted, really. So why is breath so powerful, Carolyn? Why have you dedicated an entire book and lots of time into explaining the importance of breath? I have been teaching breathwork for almost 30 years. And in that time, I've had two children and it was breathwork that got me through everything that it took and that I went through to have two children. Um, I was very lucky. I had both my children at home and breathwork was one of the things that really meant I could do that, I think, I believe. Um, and, and I think that one of the things obviously, it, the book actually isn't just about breathwork because it's actually about managing the stress system. But when we think about breath work relative to the stress system, it's the fastest way to calm the stress system down. And so by recognizing that you, the reader, can change how you feel, that's actually a really life-changing thing. Because you mentioned how many times we breathe in a day. I don't know if you know, and probably the listeners don't know, that when you're stressed, when you're in your stress system and in your stressed mind, most people breathe 16 times a minute. Wow, that's a lot of breathing opportunity, isn't it? (laughs) Well, yes, but what it is, is it's very, what's known as unconscious breathing, Mm. which then means that when we do breath work, we're doing conscious breathing. So when you consciously breathe, and very particularly in pregnancy, because obviously the condition of being pregnant I don't mean condition in any negative way, but it's such a huge shift in the body. 
to be pregnant means that there are certain breaths that you can't do and you have to be more aware of what you can do because your body is changing so fast. But and when we think about the stress system, I, I know that you're a nurse midwife. I know you know an enormous amount about the stress system. But for the purposes of what I do, I split it into five parts, which is a part of your brain called the amygdala which the amygdala's job is to search for safety. And the amygdala is literally part of an orchestra. It works with the vagus nerve, which goes from the middle of your forehead actually to your pelvic floor. Mm. It works with the major muscles in your body, of which one is the diaphragm. It works with hormonal flow. So when you're stressed, your hormonal flow changes. And it works with your fascia, which communicates with your vagus nerve and contracts your body. So when you're stressed, when your thinking is stressed, when your feeling is stressed, your body is also meeting that. Even if it's unconscious, that's what's happening. So that 16 times a minute breathing is actually one of the signs alongside how do you know you're in your stress system is how are you thinking? If your thinking is that you're separate, you're abandoned, you're alone, you've been forgotten, you're jealous, you're angry, you feel resentful, you feel left out, you know you're in your stress system which means that those five parts of your body have contracted mm. and everything's going a lot faster. So it's not, not homeostasis. It's basically your body's in mobilization. So in the book, I talk about all of that. And then I explain that breath work is amazing for calming down. And, and obviously we've all got busy lives and life is huge at the moment and we can be stressed for lots of reasons, huge numbers of reasons. I mean, and, I think the thing to recognize is that if you do have stuff going on in your life that is stressful, you can calm yourself down for periods of time. I don't think it's possible to really be calm all the time, but you can take breaks. And that's what breathwork does. It lets your body and your brain take a break. And then when we have those breaks and those moments of calm, it makes us a lot more resilient to those areas of increased stress, doesn't it? Because you're not constantly kind of firing. You've kind of got that ability to control how your thoughts and feelings are going, which I think is really powerful for pregnancy and, and obviously for birth. And, and I'm sure everyone listening has heard about, you know, the importance of, of breathing and birth. But also I think that postnatal period where yeah. stress and anxiety are often at their highest levels for some people than they will ever have been in their life. So having nailed those tools is really valuable, I think, in that period as well. Yes, because the book actually is how to find calm through the four trimesters. So I do go into the fourth, the fourth trimester with quite different breaths as well, which really help to strengthen your body back, obviously only after involution has happened. Mm, yes, yeah, it's, it's so fascinating. Now, Talk to us a little bit, Karen, about how the way that we breathe influences our minds and bodies. And so how our listeners can actually use their breath for managing some of the symptoms of pregnancy, perhaps, because I know that that's something that you cover as well. The, the thing with the stress system and particularly where it affects the major muscles, the diaphragm is one of the biggest muscles in our body. It's a huge mushroom shaped muscle that sits underneath the ribs above the stomach and the liver. And most of the time, until you learn to breathe consciously, your diaphragm does what it wants to do or needs to do. So it isn't a muscle that most people have a relationship with, it's just there. Um, so when you breathe consciously, you literally go into the body and particularly in pregnancy, you take over the diaphragm and you push it down. Now that sounds like an ask 
with you know a child growing inside you, but it is still possible. So what you want to learn to do through breath work is to release the belly, which of course you might be 30, 36, 40 weeks pregnant, in which case you do have a very big belly, but interestingly, it can still be released. So once you release the diaphragm, you soften the diaphragm down, you actually almost literally go into your stress system and you say, I'm okay. Because most of the stress that we experience is unconscious. It's what we're not really aware that we're thinking. What are, We're not aware of what we're feeling. We're not aware of what we're reacting to. It takes a long time to notice that stuff. So breath work, it works very fast because if you can learn to breathe into your belly, you literally say to the diaphragm, which is speaking to that stress system, I'm okay. You slow the diaphragm down. And with that, your breathing slows down, your brain, your mind slows down, your heart rate slows down, and then everything for a period of time, as long as you can bear it, actually, or as long as time and space allow it, you have a, a you have a break from your mind. You have a break from being stressed, and so does your child, within or without. Mm, and that's a good point, isn't it? Because there's actually lots of research that links anxiety and stress with pregnancy outcomes. Because everything that's going on in the maternal body has a direct influence, of course, on that growing and developing baby. So it's a really powerful time to start regulating that stress response um, system in, in pregnancy, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that it's a difficult thing for a pregnant woman to think that she's creating any kind of state in her child. But actually, if you learn to regulate, which is the technical term for what we're talking about, breath work allows you to regulate your system. It allows you to slow it down. And if you can learn to regulate, you give everybody, you, your baby and everyone around you, you kind of give everyone a break mm -hmm. and everything slows down. So that's why I think breath work is such an important thing to pass on to pregnant women, even though most of the time I'm teaching non-pregnant people, I just thought I know so much. It doesn't seem fair not to share it. I need to yeah. give you a up. I've got to cough. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. We'll let you. We'll let you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think the, the the powerful thing about the time of pregnancy is that we have this massive goal of birth. And we know that to have a birth in the calm physiological way that most women will aim to, then we need to be able to regulate that stress response so that we're not in that fight or flight fearful space that you know, we talk about on the podcast and my courses all the time, it just knocks off all the hormones that we need for labor to happen. So it's a really unhelpful place to be in. So it's really yeah. important we can move into a place of feeling calm, relaxed, safe. And it sounds like from the work that you do, the ability to breathe in and regulate in that way can absolutely make that shift for women. This podcast is sponsored by Pregnacare from Vita Biotics. We all know how important it is to support our health when trying for a baby, during pregnancy and in the postpartum. Pregnacare vitamin and mineral supplements provide advanced nutritional support for every stage of pregnancy, before, during and after. They include vitamin D, and the exact levels of folic acid as recommended by the UK Department of Health. Pregnacare, expert nutritional care for pregnancy with you every step of the way. To find out more, visit www.pregnacare.com. 
pregnacare.com. Yeah, I think that I think quite often, and I think it's in the book as well, you know, why isn't this taught in school? In one of the stories that I have, it's the, the, mm. the other person I'm speaking to is, why isn't this taught in school? Why doesn't everybody know this? That actually you can change how you feel. Maybe not forever, but certainly for five minutes, 10 minutes. And when you start to learn that you can change how you feel, you have this wonderful thing called agency, which means that actually it's up to you. You're not, you know, you're not flotsam and jetsam rolling up and down the beach with no ability to manage how you feel. And then, of course, as you're saying, it does have an effect on the outcomes of labor mm-hmm. because it's counterintuitive to the body if you're really stressed to let go. Yeah. And you might be really stressed for lots of reasons, but if you can learn to let go, you can really, really affect the labor and definitely the postnatal postnatal outcomes. Oh, my goodness, yeah, I remember the, the stress response in those early weeks when suddenly your world's just completely changed is, is something else for sure. And yeah. I love the idea of this being taught in school because actually if you speak to lots of kids of school age in today's generation, the pressure and the stress is enormous. And that's why, you know, we we see and hear so much more now about adolescent mental health and mental health of young people, because actually they haven't been exposed to tools and techniques to manage these really conflicting, different emotions and feelings. Um, and I, I love the idea that as a new mum, your actions have such a powerful influence on that of your children as they grow up. Um, so the fact that we can then bring this into our normal family dynamic and have an influence on our children's ability to cope with the societal pressures is is really, really important. I, I agree. Absolutely. I talk about it in the book. I talk about attunement because your your children, from the moment they're born, they will pick up on your stress system. So if you learn to modulate, to regulate your stress system, they learn to do the same. And oh they goodness, an enormous amount safer because if you're stressed they're worried you know so the more you can take breaks and also my experience on so many years of working with this stuff with with women with myself with my kids other people is that the calmer you are the calmer your kids are this is absolutely a given so you learn to do breath work in pregnancy you're changing so much for the next generation Mm. oh my goodness I see that in my toddler honestly sometimes I think that he's having a troublesome day. And then I recognize that actually it's me that's having a troublesome day. And I've absolutely just reflected that onto him. Um, and yeah, I think bring, bringing it back to self is important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So how should we breathe, Carolyn? <laughs> Talk us through how what should we like. breathe. Well, this is, this is the book. So uh, Breathing for Pregnancy here. And I think there's lots of breaths interspersed, but I think on page 129, there's a whole list of breathing. So actually it starts slightly earlier with long, deep breathing. And lots of people don't actually know how to do long, deep breathing. But let's let's be slightly more useful and I'll teach a breath now. Is that helpful? That would be amazing. Incorporate yeah, what you would learn in long, deep breathing. So mm. let's imagine that perhaps somebody in early pregnancy is going through morning sickness. Mm. So the thing with breathing consciously is that the first thing you want to do is sit up. And it doesn't matter whether you're on a dining chair or a table chair. I'm in an armchair, obviously, but I can still sit up and put my knees wide. If you can still get on the floor and, you know, if you do this breath, it works for morning sickness. But actually the breath is called a breath to manage the mind. Mm -hmm. 
and it calms you down. So when you breathe consciously, you want to make sure that your knees are lower than the top ridge of your pelvis, because otherwise you're activating your stress system by your adductors and your thighs being pulled up. So you want to have your knees wide, sit up straight. So even if you're in a comfortable chair, sit up straight or sit on the floor. And then obviously in the book, I talk about all the interventions for synthesis pubis dysfunction and various other things. So imagine you can sit up really straight and you notice when your tail is open and your knees are wide, your baby is comfortably in your belly, your chest is open. So with all conscious breathing, you want to make sure that you release your belly. All the breaths within pregnancy have got to release the diaphragm down. And what that does in releasing the diaphragm down, you massage the intestines. Even though they're compressed by the rising uterus and the fundus, you massage the intestines. And what this does is it actually releases serotonin. And serotonin is a neurotransmitter that helps you be safe enough to be still, which is actually a really lovely thing. So if you sit beautifully, you can do, if you want to do that meditative hand posture, which is Gyan Mudra or not, but you sit chest open, tail open, belly comfortably relaxed. And you're gonna take a five second inhale through tight lips. How long do you want to go for? Should we do a minute? Yeah, let's do it. That's that's a contraction in labor, so I like that. Yeah, we can't, I, I wouldn't say to use any of these breaths in labor because the midwives will have their own ways of breathing relative to where you are. So I'm quite clear, that, you know, but in the build up to labor and when early labor is starting, these breaths are great. So sitting beautifully, you're going to make your lips quite tight and you're going to aim. It might originally or initially be a three second breath, but you're going to aim by releasing your belly for five seconds in through tight lips. So shall I do you want to adjust the microphone or shall I so that you can hear the sound? Let me see if I can adjust my microphone. I can do it here. So I'm just going to adjust the sound so that you can hear the breath. So it sounds like this. So sitting really beautifully, really consciously aware and then aiming for five seconds in. And then five seconds out through the nose. So if you watched me, I don't know, are we being filmed or own? I know we're being filmed, but is it a video or is it only an audio? Depends, if people are listening to us on podcast platforms, it will be audio. If they're listening to us on YouTube, they can see you. <laughs> Great, well, if, you, if you're listening, what I'm doing as I exhale is slightly sinking sinking down. And as I inhale, I'm releasing my belly, then I'm widening my ribs, then I'm breathing into the top of my ribs. Then as I exhale, the breath comes from the top of the ribs, the ribs narrow, and then the belly pushes the rest of the air out. What most people don't know is that 30% of your lung capacity is stale air. So you really want to be filling your lungs and emptying your lungs. And this breath works at any point in pregnancy, but it is also good for morning sickness. And just to be clear, that inhalation, exhalation is through your nose rather than your mouth. Inhaling tight lips, exhaling nose. Okay, so inhaling through our mouth, exhaling. Yeah. We're making like a, like a thin stream of cool air coming in. Okay. If you think about the thin stream of cool air coming in and notice when you breathe out through your nose, it's like a beautiful, warm, soft cashmere blanket being wrapped. Oh, I love that. Very nice. Brilliant. <laughs> so if, if the viewer feels safe enough to close their eyes, if they haven't got a little toddler running around or they feel calm enough and safe enough to close their eyes, why don't we do something brave and fearless? Let's just start with a stretch. So the stretch 
actually releases the stress system as well and makes it easier to breathe. So okay. depending on whether or not you've got synthesis pubis dysfunction, if you have, then don't do too much of a twist, but you're just gonna take one arm across your body so that the elbow's in front of your face. And then as you inhale, go really wide, up. Can you feel all the chest opening? Mm. Yeah. And then do the same on the other side. Bring the arm across, releasing the shoulder blade. And then inhale, up, huge breath, up and wide. So you'd recommend doing this before breathing? Well, actually in the book, I've got lots of different stretches that help because sometimes you don't have time to breathe, but you can stretch and release the stress system. Because if you remember, the stress system is a contraction in the body. So when you stretch through the body and the upper chest and stretch through the hips, you release the stress system. But breathing takes it to another level. So we've done a stretch. So now sit beautifully, tail open, chest open, sitting up. So tight lipped. I'm going to close my eyes because it's just what I always do. So we'll aim for a minute. So let's say we're going to do six times. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> five seconds in through the mouth. Hold for a moment. And then that lovely, warm, soft, silent exhale through your nose. So don't tighten your throat. Remembering to release your belly. It's a, ha it's a habit not to remember to go into your belly. And this is the last one. See if you can go for six or seven seconds. And then when you've finished, just breathe really gently. See if you can, if you have got your eyes closed, see if you can keep them closed and notice. Even just one minute can, can mean no mind, no breath. You've reset your system. That was lovely. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm also very impressed with your lung capacity because five seconds me was fine. <laughs> oh, my, you learn, you learn. I mean, easy. You learn to be able to do 10 seconds and the way wow. you do longer is to be quieter. Mm. It's Yeah, it's so interesting. Thank you for, for teaching us one of, I know, your many breathwork strategies. And it, I kind of like to think of it as a bit like we've got this toolbox for coping with pregnancy, birth, motherhood, life, and it's finding all these tools and techniques that work for you that you can kind of slot into that little toolbox and carry yeah. with you so that when you do need those moments, you've kind of got something in there. And I definitely feel like this is something that fits into that. 
kind of virtual toolbox that I talk about. Now, sorry, Carolyn, carry no, on. No, 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 don't be sorry. I was going to say, you can do this anywhere. You can sit on the bus, sit on the train, sit, you know, sit on the loo and do it. It doesn't, I mean, obviously one wants to have a certain amount of respect for what you're doing because it's conscious breathing, but equally you do it wherever you need to do it. Mm. Wherever you find that that time and that space. Wherever you find you that time and space, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And especially, you know, waiting for hospital tests, sit in the waiting room, do a breath, soften everything. Yeah, yeah. And there's lots of waiting in hospital, isn't there, when you're... And you're expecting a baby. Now, Karen, everyone that comes on the podcast, I ask for three top tips. So I wonder if you could leave us today with your three top tips on the subject of breath work. My three top tips on the subject of breath work. Um, my three top th tips would be, first of all, agree with yourself, maybe once a day to practice a breath for five minutes. I would say that. I think the second thing, which is actually really important, did you notice when we finished the breath, I asked you to sit and notice? Yeah. So what I would do if I'm breathing is I'd switch my phone to silent and I'd set a timer with a really nice sound, not, not an alarm, you know, in that kind of honking, yeah. but like crickets or something, you know? Mm. Not cricket scores, but the sound of a cricket. <laughs> something gentle. Yeah, and so what I would say is that if you could agree to five minutes to have a quick stretch sit and breathe when your timer goes off reset it and try and stay still for that extraordinary two or three minutes afterwards because that is where you start to play with something called neural plasticity where you actually change how your brain fires and you gradually over time begin to get more used to being calm and enjoying being calm than you do being stressed. So it's a very magical moment to notice and it helps you have more agency to really recognize that you actually have changed how you feel and your mind can go quiet and your breathing can be gentle. Mm -hmm. And I would say, remember in the postnatal phase that the simplest breath when breastfeeding or bottle feeding your child in all that mad whirl of new motherhood the simplest breath can really land you into now and it makes a huge difference to your relationship with breastfeeding bottle feeding and your child so i would say would those be my top three tips yes they're three beautiful top tips yeah thank you so much carolyn for your thank you. wisdom and chatting to us today well thank you and i hope that we meet one day and good luck with your book that would be wonderful yeah before I head off, I need to tell you something. 68% of you who listen to my show have not hit the subscribe button. So can you do me a favor? And if you've ever enjoyed listening, hit subscribe now. It makes a huge difference, helping me to keep bringing you episodes. And together, we can then reach and empower more women on this journey. If you are a pregnant or newly postpartum listener and are looking to have the healthiest, most positive and informed journey, then my exclusive Your Pregnancy and Your Postnatal Journey courses may be for you. I work with a select number of women in a bespoke way with unlimited access to me and my expert team for the most transformative level of support 
at this important time in your life. We only get one shot at getting this time right. So to get in touch and find out more, head to midwifepip.com. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. <laughs> to be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.